What's up, everyone? I'm Rosa. And I'm Nicole. Welcome Welcome to Mama Needs Jesus Podcast. Whether you are at home, in the car, outdoors, or at work, we are so happy to have you here. This table is a no-judgment zone filled with love and truth because they are the same thing. We are followers of Jesus, wives, mothers, and your newest friend duo. You will find encouragement and real talk here. So pull up a seat and let's hang. Hi, Nicole. Hey, girlfriend. So I'm going to start this podcast episode by reading Matthew 11, 28 through 29, because I feel like it will fit great with our topic. Come to me, all you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. Are you physically, mentally, and emotionally exhausted? In this episode, we are going to talk about what it looks like to find rest in Jesus while battling fatigue and unstable thoughts. But before we dive in, I want to share a quick story about how God really convicted me this week of something that I posted on my Seek Joy Sister Instagram page the other day. Um, I like to get on there and post like little short reminders, something that God lays on my heart or I've gone through or maybe just another conversation with somebody else. And I do it to encourage people, but this one in particular, I had put, um, do not, now I forgot, like something across the lines of do not, or you do not have to do what everyone else is doing. Focus on yourself, seek God, and he will guide you. Mm-hmm. And the part where I put focus on yourself, I wasn't, as I was writing that, and you know, as I was I hit post. I simply meant it as stay in your lane, keep your eyes on on you and what's happening, you know, around you and your right. life and God. Because we know that the more we focus on other people, the more distracted we get. And True. that's also how comparison happens. So mm-hmm. I was just like, we we don't have to conform like everybody else and do what everybody else is doing, but for some reason, later on during the day, I wasn't even on my phone. That That's the crazy part. I think I was driving somewhere. But all of a sudden, it's like God spoke to me and was like, Rosa, you need to go back and look at that quote. And you need to look at the focus on yourself part. And I was like, well. And so I went back and I'm like, okay, maybe I shouldn't have said it like that. You know, because it could be taken out of context. because. God doesn't call us to focus on ourselves. Woo! You know? Say it, so I, when I did that, I was just like, geez, like if I wanted to put this, I should have been more clear about it. Because when we're putting ourselves out there to influence other people and to talk about Jesus and to point them in the right direction, we've got to be very careful with our words. Right. It's and, a responsibility. Right. And that is definitely something that could be taken way out of context because we are not to focus on ourselves. Like when we focus on ourselves and our selfish desires, that's when we get lost. Right. So 
I really, I want to There's a huge that. obedience part to this story. You need to share it because you, it, be, it was shared and people really like that quote. Yes. Which I'll, is for your, you know, in terms of like an Instagram page, it's, that's a good thing. It's a good thing, but, but then you know, your I, obedience was cool. Right. So I, I went on there and when I felt like I should have deleted it in that moment, I didn't because one, it was being shared. I saw that a lot of people were relating to it, but also I was like, well, maybe someone will comment on it and then we could start a conversation. And then in the conversation, I could say how I was convicted. Well, you had brought up this morning <laughs> about this particular topic of, of self-righteousness and self-care. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh my gosh, let me share this with you. And so I deleted it this morning or a few minutes ago out of obedience because it doesn't matter about the likes. It doesn't matter if somebody else agrees with me. What matters is, is it true? Woo! You know, like, am I doing the right thing? And so out of obedience, I did it because I know what God spoke to me. So it, it, I know what God is telling me. So I would be silly to follow people rather than him. And I feel like God spoke to you twice in the moment when you were in your car or, you know, after you posted it. But I also feel like he spoke to you a second time because when we, when I walked in your house and we started to have this conversation, I didn't know this story at all. And we were just right. having this conversation. You were like, whoa, what did you just say? And like God spoke to you a second time because you didn't have to share that with me. I had no clue. Like we were just having a normal, how we always start this a great conversation when I walk in and you're like, whoa, I think that was, or I know that was like, this is God speaking to me right now about this again. Yes. And I just think it's just so amazing. Yes. And I love watching the Holy Spirit just communicate with the people around me it's well, just awesome. well you know what that you saying this how he spoke to me again like that is him he doesn't give up on us and he doesn't like he continues to seek us and speak to us but it's out of our obedience whether or not we choose to hear him so yes. i ignored it the first time i mean i didn't i had a conversation with god about it like he knew my heart but I didn't take action. I right. wasn't obedient. Right. So here comes Jesus knocking at the door again <laughs> through you. I was like, hello, Rosa. Do you remember when I spoke to you? Because maybe he did it because he knows the wrong person's going to come in later and look at it and, and take it the wrong way or right. and justify, and their... justify right. or, you know, I don't, I can't see what's behind my social media page. I can't see how, some of these things may affect people, but right. he can. So I don't know. I love that. And I love this perspective that I'm getting now. And <laughs> I just, and it, yeah. it opens up for the conversation that we're going to have, which is about, you know, when we're having thoughts mm -hmm. or we're struggling, um, Rosa, you're going to articulate this better because the topic was <laughs> something that was laid on your heart. But like, you know, when we're struggling with thoughts or we're struggling with, um, feelings, what's the best way to deal with that? And, um, you were telling me that like, you really feel that you, you're seeing that in so many different places in so many areas. And I agree with you, like so many people, um, are having battles in their own minds. Mm -hmm. And, uh, I think the, the big problem is where people are turning during those in that thought pro in that 
thought process or like what that thought process is becoming. Mm -hmm. And I think that just caused a cycle of the thoughts. And I want to start by saying like, these thoughts are very real, you know, anxiety, depression, or even just random thoughts that keep us down. They're so real. Like the Bible talks about it. And, but I wanted to start with a um, scripture, which is one of my favorite. And it's from second Corinthians chapter 10, um, verse four, we could start with. And it says, for the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty in God for pulling down strongholds, casting down arguments and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God, bringing every thought into captivity to the obedience of Christ. So taking our thoughts captive, um, something that I've practiced doing when I get a thought that makes me upset or that I know is not from God is just praying this simple prayer. Father, take this thought captive. And the visual that you get is like kind of a war mm -hmm. um, image, like, you know, two sides and then fighting and then taking a hostage captive. Mm -hmm. Well, there are two sides at war and it's, the spirit of God and Satan. Mm -hmm. And it is real warfare. And that's why this, this verse says it's not carnal things that we're fighting against. they are things in the spirit and they attack our mind. And that's why we need to be in a place where we could recognize the thoughts that we, rec we recognize that the thought is not from God. But that takes intentionality and recognizing a thought that's not from God takes investment in a relationship with Jesus. Mm. Um, because when you have a relationship to the living word, it will connect you to the written word. So when you have a relationship with Jesus, it will connect you to what God says. And that will give you freedom. And I'm not talking about freedom physically, just like Paul isn't talking to Corinth in a physical captivity. It's a spiritual freedom. And that is what everybody's after. Mm -hmm. That is what money can't buy. That is what relationships with other people can't buy. It is what every human being is after. It is what every, um, Every commercial promises on TV that if you do this, if you lose weight, you're going to be happy. If you get married, you're going to be happy. If you have your children, you're going to be happy. If you get the car, you're going to be happy. If you get the house, you're going to be happy. And it's all a lie. And that's all um, warfare, war tactics from the enemy that say that if you obtain A, B, and C, you will be happy. And God's word says something very different. God's word says that that peace is only going to come in knowing him. So something that people may, may think captivity is, which it's not, it's not positive thinking. We don't have the ability of, for our positive thoughts to change. Like this is, this is where we're at. 
It's a spiritual war. Yeah. So trying to get a positive thought in your head is not going to fix it. How we become free in the thoughts that we're having is a daily um, spiritual battle because Satan doesn't rest. He will continue to allow our circumstances and our situations to appear um, bigger than and infiltrate God. another yes. war word like yes. infiltrate God's territory and guys you are God's territory mm. so Satan is going to try to infiltrate there and then our weapon here is that we have the ability to take every thought captive through God God I, I need you here take it captive but the only way to do that in the moment is to understand God's word is true. And that, guess what? Our feelings are not. Like this idea of going back to how Rosa started the conversation about spiritual, I mean, I'm sorry, about um, self looking to self is the complete opposite of what God says, even though when she wrote the quote, we, we already know she didn't mean it like that, but that's what the world will say. Look to yourself, take care of yourself first. Where in scripture does God say to look to yourself? We, he tells us that um, the heart is deceitful. I think it's, um, I don't know, that's in Proverbs somewhere, but um, because our thoughts become our feelings, which mm -hmm. our feelings then turn into our beliefs. Mm -hmm. And then we could simultaneously think in our head that we follow Jesus and can also have these thoughts could run our lives. Like the thoughts will come when you follow Jesus. Let me tell you, they'll come every day, but they're not going to run your life because you're able to take the thoughts captive because you know, not only know, you believe what God says is true because God promises that he will set you free. Mm. And again, that freedom is not a physical freedom it's a spiritual freedom and that's what everybody is dealing with because yeah. not all of our thoughts are from god mm -hmm. it's like the closer we get to jesus the more the enemy attacks you know, he knows he knows our weak points and so he will grab onto them and constantly attack and that's where we have to be spiritually strong in order to be able to stand against those attacks. And I know for me personally, it hasn't always been easy. You know, I'll, I'll feel a certain way, which is an emotion. And I think emo emotions were given to us by God. Yes. They're not wrong. It's right. okay to feel a certain way when yes. you feel it and to, process it and to name it and to figure out why you're feeling that Absolutely. way. But it's the thoughts, the thoughts that become a daily war because they are constant. And then they make you think a certain way or, you know, you said it, like what you think carries into what you believe, mm -hmm. right? Did I say it backwards? No, you said yeah, it right. Okay. And what you believe mm -hmm. carries into your character. It goes into your actions. Yep. You know, it makes you do certain stuff, act a certain way. Mm -hmm. And then next thing you know, you're looking at your circumstances and you're looking at people and you're looking at the world around you as something negative because your thoughts have kind of taken over. 
Yeah, so it's like how do you how do you take control of that? Like how do you shine the light into this dark room in your head, you know, that is constantly beating you down in a sense. Like I'm sitting here trying to think of how to word it because I don't want to dismiss the importance of this. Um no, I think that, like, I think that picture that you just painted, like, a dark room, yeah. like, how do you activate the light in that dark space? Mm-hmm. And I think that comes in not just reading our Bibles, not just in the routine of being a Christ follower in terms of, like, the things that we do, but it's what it's really about, which is what do we truly believe? And and it's applying what we are reading so that's why sorry i dropped the mic (laughs) drop the mic seriously um that's why it's so important for me to memorize scripture even if i can't say it word for word but it's it then i could apply it to my life like i could say take the thought captive nicole you know i could pray that and god will do that for me but if i didn't know that verse I'm kind of like, I believe in Jesus and he loves me, but I don't know the power that lies in his word. So like, if that's where you are in your Christianity, your walk with God, he's calling you to know him through what he says, because what he says is who he is. Mm -hmm. And that is where you're going to receive that freedom. You're going to know the war tactics in the spiritual realm. You're going to know how to defeat the enemy when he presents to you a lie. And again, the feelings are real. God gave us emotions, but a lot of times those emotions and those feelings are not from God. So we need to be able to discern Mm -hmm. what is from him and what is not from him. And then when we have the ability to do that, we take accountability. We're like, hold on a second. I follow Jesus. I don't have to stay in this place. Then we have to say, okay, well, what does God say about it? We have to go to the scriptures and say, what does God say? And then speak that out loud and then believe it. Mm-hmm. Even when it doesn't appear that the situation is changing or the circumstances are changing. Like, this is what God promises, that he's with us when we're going through the hard times. He will never leave us. He will never forsake us. It's true. So if we believe that, it, it's literally a matter of what we believe about what God says mm-hmm. and applying it. And then being in the moment when we're so down. And then this is where the cultural problem happens is because our world points us to ourselves. Mm -hmm. Our entire culture, I mean, says self-care, mental health. Now, mental health is real, but it's directly connected to your spiritual health. I mean, it's the same thing. So if your spiritual health is poor... You it's know, the same your, thing. Your it's literally the same thing. Yeah. It's the way God is Father, Son, and Spirit, but He's one God, is the way we are body, mind, and spirit. Mm-hmm. But we're one person. They're not separate. Is God the Father separate from God the Son? No. Is He separate from God the Spirit? No, He's not separate. Is Nicole separate? Is my mind separate from my body? And is my body separate from my spirit? No. Mm. They're three in one. So to pull it out as mental health, what it does, it gives focus to the self, self self-care, self. Do what makes you happy. Do what you're feeling say to do. 
which is the complete opposite of what God says. And then we begin to spiral out of control in our feelings and people become depressed Mm -hmm. and believe that anxiety, although anxiety is real, people begin to think that they're born with anxiety. Mm -hmm. No, anxiety is the result of believing that our feelings are truth. So we cannot separate our mental health from our spiritual health to our physical health. It is one. I love your perspective on this because even though I always knew that they were one, I never thought of it like this. Um, so if they are all one, then the most important thing is that we need to start with spirit. Yes. Right. Mm-hmm. And then everything else will flow right from there. Because God tells us in his word how to take care of the body. He actually tells us how to take care of the mind and how to rest properly. Like how many times does Jesus go alone to be with not himself, to be with the father? Mm. You know, it's like, how many times do we think that rest is going to get our hair done, our nails done, going for a girl's night, or just going to be by ourselves? That's not going to give the rest that we need. Biblical rest is being alone with the father, which is what? Your spiritual health. There's where your rest lies. And and I, it's one, the way I said it before, it's three in one, but it starts, like you just said, with our relationship with God, because it's from there, everything else gets affected, but we just don't understand as a culture what rest looks like. Mm-hmm. So then we become, we get in a cycle of thinking we're getting rest and getting a temporary relief with the not understanding why we're still tired. Right. It's like spiritual health always gets put in the back burner. You know, spiritual health for a lot of us is the last thing that we're taking care of. And Satan loves it because he's like, okay, you know, this person knows God, they're saved, but I can mess with them their entire lives and make them believe that their only choice is to have these feelings. Right. When God's like, what are you doing? I told you how to battle this. Yes. I told yeah. you how to battle this. Yeah. And now that you brought that up, you know, like I I feel that sometimes. If I go and I'm just like, you know, I just I just want to be alone for 30 minutes. And then I go and I I love to read, so I'll sit down and I'll read me a good book and or, you know, I'll take a bath or I'll go get my nails done or I will go on a girls' night or whatever. But at the end of the day, that's not where my true satisfaction lies in. That's not where I rest it. Yes. Yeah. And I don't want anyone to think that I'm saying don't go do those things. I got a nail appointment today at 2 p.m. (laughs) Yeah, Karen, Clayton Nails, girl. I got a nail appointment at 2 p.m. I can't wait. (laughs) Valentine's nails. What? All right. But that's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is those things are not going to provide the rest that Mm -hmm. people are looking for because people that – not people, when we have these thoughts that come to attack us, Satan is, he's tough. Like we have to pull out all of the weapons, but we don't have to be afraid because God tells us exactly how to do it. Yes, yes, he does. How beautiful is it that our God blessed us with the most powerful tool to use against Satan, his word. 
His word provides the way to break free from bondage. It's not easy. Some days we may even feel like God is not helping. But from personal experience, I can assure you, the more you take care of your spiritual health first, by spending time in the word, praying, and just resting with Jesus, you will get stronger. And just know, because you're a Christian, it does not mean you have to be okay all of the time. It's okay to not be okay. It doesn't mean you love God any less. It means you're human. So take time to feel all the feels. Don't be ashamed of it. Talk to someone you trust. But don't let what you're feeling keep you stuck. Get back up. You are capable of doing so because Jesus is with you. He has not left you. Here are some of the things I do to help me get out of a funk. And regardless of how I'm feeling, I try to do this every day. Um, But especially when I am feeling down, I like crank it up a notch. (laughs) I love to journal. Love it. There is something about grabbing my journal, a pen, and just letting my pen do the talking and to me it's pretty awesome to look back at some of my journals from the past and see all the ways that god was already there and how he showed up i write down scripture it fills me with peace i turn up my worship music and sometimes i find a podcast or a good sermon to listen to. By doing all of these things, it points me back to Jesus. It takes my eyes off of my circumstances and puts them back on Jesus. And then I am reminded of his promises. I am filled with his presence. And that gives me enough strength to get through my day, to get through those feelings that I'm feeling. Whoo, Nicole, you are on fire, girl. So I hope that that encouraged every single one of y'all who listened to this episode. I know that it definitely encouraged me. Me too. Conversation was good. Good. Um, and we're getting better at this podcast thing. Yes. Not the more we long. do it, the better. <laughs> yes, we will keep all of our episodes under 30 minutes. That way, you know, it makes it easier to listen. <laughs> but thank you all so much for being here. Yeah, guys, thanks so much. This is, this is blessing my life to have this um, conversation with my sister Rosa and then just bringing you guys in and just Hope that we could be an encouragement to all of you all. And you guys can, if you want more of us. (laughs) (laughs) You're not sick Um, of us right now. Yes. You can follow us on TikTok, Mama Needs Jesus Podcast. 
And then you can follow us individually on our Instagram pages. Mine is Seat Joy Sister. And mine is Holy Mamahood. And then there, you know, we bring a little bit more encouragement and just kind of our everyday lives. All right. We will talk to y'all next Sunday. See you later.